0: Good, welcome to my podcast show, my All name is Omar, and that's your host, and I'm here with two of my guests, but actually my two of my apprentices, Junior Black Belts, Ryan Mata and Miguel Aguirre. How are you guys doing this, uh, this evening? We're good, good. Yeah, we're good. That's we're good. good? I'm going to get, uh, you know, the reason I asked you to come on the podcast show is because I wanted to, you guys to share a little bit about your experience and how long you've been training here at Tiger Martial Arts Academy and what your journey has been like, what, what it's been like uh, started. Uh, Ryan, how old did you start?
1: I was like seven or
0: six. Seven or six years old. You're what now? Thirteen. Thirteen. And Miguel? I was like 10 years old. And you're now? Fifteen. Fifteen. You'll be 16 this year, right? Yeah. Okay, good. So uh, I want to hear from you, Ryan, since you know you started before Miguel. What's your experience been like?
1: It's good. It's been difficult. But, you know, that'll just help you out in life.
0: Awesome. So, it's been difficult was it difficult from the very beginning or was as has, did it become difficult in your journey on the progress of, be, of becoming a junior black belt
1: it was difficult at the beginning because I wasn't really used to it and then once I moved on to the advanced class uh, it also got a little bit more difficult but then
0: so, I, so difficult in the sense of what what do you mean by difficult
1: it was at a faster pace so
0: yeah, for the advanced class yeah Okay, and what is it that you learned so far on this journey as a martial artist?
1: That you need to be dedicated to coming to class. That you need to try all you have.
0: Be ready. That's good. You need to be ready. And do you have? Can you be a person that's timid, or do you have to be have a mental uh, a, a tough mental attitude?
1: You have to have a tough mental attitude.
0: Okay, so. Uh, so now you are a what, Ryan? Junior Black Belt. Junior Black Belt. And what are you working towards now? My first Dan. My first Dan, okay. So, you know, you're both my apprentice now, right now. Yeah. And <clears throat> I'm going to share a little bit of, uh, why I offer the apprenticeship, you know, for uh, young men like yourselves. Uh, when I was young, I was fortunate enough to have my Sifu. He, his name was Arturo. Oh, the phone's going off here. <laughs> Let me turn this off real quick. Uh, that's one thing about going live here, everything gets caught. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see if I can turn this off. How do I turn this off? let me see, let me see, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, let's see. Well, anyhow, let me see yeah. if I can turn Hello. this down a little bit. There we go. So, the message is picked up, okay. So, uh, well, for me, it was, uh, uh, you know, my uh, I have. S- Beside myself, I was six siblings, and myself was seven. I'm the oldest. And my dad, you know, anytime I wanted to do something, that means everybody wanted to do it. My brothers wanted to do it. And so my dad, being a, uh, the only provider, couldn't. he wouldn't pay for me if, if my brothers couldn't do it. So he just said, hey, you figure out a way to do it. If you want to really learn how to do martial arts, you really want to learn this, you know, I used to watch Bruce Lee, then I will go ahead and uh, you have to figure it out for yourself how you can do it. So my CFO told me, you know, I, don't, I got, my parents got no money and uh, I really want to take Kung Fu and I, I want to learn. And if, the, I mean, what can of, is there anything I can do? Can I cut your grass or do something, clean the school? And he said, I'll tell you what, he said, look, you'll cut my grass and you can be my Sunday newspaper and clean the, the, the school. And we, and we would, uh, and then you can come and train. And I go, all right. So I was the only student that would cut his grass cleaned the school, you know, and his yard. And uh, that started that started my journey as a martial artist. So that stayed with me forever, and I'm thankful for my uh, Sifu Arturo uh, in the city of Val. I hope that one day I can f- get in contact with him. I lost. He was He was like four belts away from his black belt,
1: and I asked him, are you going to become the next instructor, are you going to help him, help your instructor out there? He said, no, he said, I'm just going to get my black belt. And that's it. And just have it, it, like,
0: stored in my room. Wow. Yeah, see, and, 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 uh, you know, sometimes, I'm not going to say it's always the student's fault, you know, it's the instructor's fault yeah, too. instructor. Because, our job is really, like me, I don't worry about my students having their own school one day, or become even a better instructor than myself. My goal is to make you the best instructor, you know, help you, Achieve that goal of becoming a, a, the best instructor you can be, you know, even better than me, and to be the next generation of instructors, and not to stay with me forever either. You guys someday are gonna move on, and that's understandable. It's okay. I'm not worried about that. But I'll, I at least wanna be able to be say that hey, I, I was able to help, you know, uh, my junior black become instructors, and and I continue even when I'm gone and I'm dead that I continue to live through those who I serve, the those who I help. So in a sense, I'm serving you guys. And you, if you realize that that's what I'm doing, I'm serving you guys to become. Those instructors for the, for the next generation of martial artists, you know, and a lot of schools don't offer that because maybe they you know they have to pay and they, or they're just focusing on becoming you know a really uh, a school full of a lot of students and yeah. you know it's all about making money you know at the end of the day uh, I'm not gonna say I'm not interested in making some money I do because I gotta pay the bills I gotta pay the rent I gotta pay you know all utilities and equipment and so forth but but it's more than just that. You know, so I want you guys to, uh, to really continue on this journey, you know, and hopefully that you, you have the desire to become the instructors. You know, so Miguel, tell me a little bit about your journey. Just, to, uh, you know, Ryan shared a little bit. So why don't you go ahead and share about your journey? Uh,
2: my journey has been really great. But at the beginning, uh, once I got to like yellow belt, I started getting like lazier. I, I've been noticing that and I've been, been getting lazier since, I don't know, brown belt. I, I really hated sparring. But once I, I got used to it, I really got used to it. I loved it right after I loved it. I love sparring, I love practicing job,
0: just, I just love it. That's awesome. you know and you know this is the thing that I', I always share with. You. the secret to, to achieving uh, a goal or a dream is is showing up and just doing it yeah, even when you do don't it. feel like doing it you don't just feel like do doing it. it you just, gotta do, just it. do it and uh, that's why my favorite quote is stay the course stay the path because that's the key you know I'll just share that with Rawl. you know we're talking about um, you know if you want to be an actor you have to be on every stage that you can possibly be on whether it's a kids play whether it's uh, improv, whether it's a, a, a auditorium stage, whatever it doesn't, because then the stage becomes your home. It yeah. becomes part of you. You're not, you don't fear being on the stage anymore. And in martial arts, same thing too. You keep sparring, you keep sparring, you keep going at it, you keep working on, it, you keep progressing, you keep moving, you keep working at your techniques, you keep getting better and better, and it becomes your dojo becomes part of your home. Yeah, you know, and that's what I want you guys to have that experience that I had. And not everybody's gonna uh, feel the same way. You know, and it's okay. Some get their black belt, hang it up, and they never ever wear that black belt again. And they think they achieved the ultimate goal. But black belt is just the beginning. It's just the beginning. And you guys have an opportunity to become instructors here someday and, you know, make a little bit of money while you're in high school. And then maybe someday if you desire to open up an academy or a dojo or teach, you know, out of your garage or whatever, you'll have the skills to not only teach martial arts but know how to administrate the uh, the dojo you know how to do registrations how to you know how to keep track of your students how to keep track of progress when they have tests when you know have a rotating curriculum that work that's effective not only um, it looks you don't want to always just look good you want to be more realistic you guys are uh, you you're also uh, studying jujitsu as well oh now whose phone is that okay so How's that been for you uh, to be able to Taekwondo Tuesday and Thursday and Jiu-Jitsu Monday? Ryan, how's that been for you? How's that... What do you see the benefits of that?
1: The the benefits of that is that you learn how to be dedicated. Because over years, coming over four days a week, you get used to it. So eventually, like when you
0: get a job, you'll get used to going every single day for... Their job. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good. I didn't think of that. That's that's pretty smart. You're right. When you get a job, you're gonna be working four or five days a week. You know. And how about skill wise? Why do you think it's a benefit to to learn both arts, versus some schools only teach Taekwondo and that's it, or Jujitsu and that's it, maybe a little bit of kickboxing or whatever. But what what do you see the benefits of you learning Taekwondo as a junior black belt now, and Jujitsu? The benefits are is that if you know
1: both cause if you only know jujitsu is not gonna help you when you're in a real situation in cause they're not streets, just gonna yeah. you know roll with you they're gonna actually hit you so you need to know how to defend yourself on the ground if you're ever on the ground and to defend yourself
0: when you're standing up
1: yeah when you're
0: Stand, when you know yeah. how to hit right so do you feel I know that for you guys it's kind of like a normal thing because you've been doing since you were young uh for but you have you ever come across anybody that just knows boxing or just or just karate or taekwondo and that's it? They don't know. Uh, in essence, what you guys learned is mixed martial arts. You're mixing taekwondo and Brazilian jiu-jitsu together, and it makes you um, a little bit more well-rounded. I mean, you don't. Have to, I mean, it'll be. It's not impossible to learn a little bit of wrestling, some judo, and that. But it's almost it's almost impossible to be able to master all those things. You know what I mean? So the fact that you're able to do jiu-jitsu and taekwondo. Do you feel confident that if you're striking, and end up going, the fight ends up going to the ground, that you don't know what to do?
1: Not really, because I still don't know everything to know of when to defend yourself on the ground. Because if you know that if they can't, like in jujitsu, if you know that they can't submit you this way, you still have to keep in mind that if this isn't
0: jujitsu and this is real life, they can still hit you. Yeah, they can. still. Right. they can still punch you in the face. Or and that's good it's good to keep that in mind because it keeps you learning you know you guys are not done you're young you got a whole life ahead of you and I know since Brandon was rolling with a uh, Br- Juan and since Brandon had, had hit a rubber knife <laughs> in his key. I don't know if you guys saw that I think it was last week and they were rolling and then all of a sudden you know since Juan had uh, Sensei Brandon and then all of a sudden since Brandon pulled out that rubber knife and started acting like he was stabbing him in his stomach and it, it was shocked to everybody, and we're like, where did that come from? But what does it tell you? What do you think it tells you? Like what you're just talking about, what does it tell you?
1: It tells you that you have to be prepared, because you never know they could have a weapon on them.
0: That's right. So it's always be mindful to, to train, not only for the sport, but also for the uh, the self-defense part of it. You know what I mean? So, yes. I actually have a friend.
2: That is, like... He doesn't have a, a lot of money. Like, he doesn't... Uh, he wants to be here. And he's dedicated to, like... To ju- to be here every day. And do martial arts. He used to do martial arts. But he didn't have enough money to pay. So... He had to leave. Mm-hmm. So he's very dedicated to, like... To be here and... To train. But he doesn't have the money to
0: do it. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. Like I said. You know... if You, you guys know me long enough to know that... I'm very flexible. You know, yeah. I've helped people out. But also... I, I like to test those who say they're dedicated to because I've done it in the past and then they don't, they don't, um, uh, they don't, they're not committed. Yeah. You know, they don't want to take out the trash. They don't want to clean the bathroom. They think, like, oh, you know, why should I have to do all that? They want they want to learn, but they don't want to work for the classes. Yeah. Earn, earn their, their teaching to, to be taught martial arts. And I'm very patient and very easy as far as flexible in that area, but I also like to test my potential students that want to learn and their parents are not working they can't afford it and situations are pretty bad I'm st- I am I care enough to give them an opportunity but I'll just give them some instructions like I need the restrooms clean, I need the trash taken out during the week and and they'll come for like maybe do it for a week or two and after that they don't want to clean anymore and uh, they don't know the, the concept of bartering bartering means there's something I want and there's something you want from me if I want something from you and you want something from me, I give you some I do something for you, you do something for me and we both get what we want. That's bartering. And that's what I learned at a very young age to to learn my martial arts. And I and and I I still believe in that bartering. It just it's it, but it's a mutual agreement. It's a, a mutual agreement as, you know, man to man or, you know, young man to myself or if it's a female, you know, yeah. And that's a test. And they don't know that. And all of a sudden they stop Showing up to clean and then they stopped coming to train and then they let me know that they weren't really serious, you know. So, again, let your friend know if he's really serious. I mean, I do have a test for him. He has to pass that test, and that is to have that discipline to clean, to help, and you know, you wanna, you gotta earn your your way to learn. You know, it's not for free. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, so, but I want to thank you guys both for coming on here, Ryan Mata and Miguel Aguirre. I look forward to seeing you guys get your first dan and become a second dan certified instructor. You become assistant and then a certified instructor get your new uniforms and assisting in a class, teaching the little ninjas. Yeah. And uh, I really appreciate you guys being here because I do see you guys have the potential to become the future instructors and and be really good at it. And it'll open up doors for you. I am sure your parents will be really proud of you guys to do something like this. But you got to want it from your heart. It can't be something that you always you just think about it but it's not in your heart you gotta want it and you're gonna have your good days and your bad days and that's just part of life it's what you do when you're having the bad days that's gonna determine kind of person you are if you can handle it or not you know what I mean so thank you for coming uh, for those who are listening on the podcast show you can if you're interested in being on the podcast show you can reach us at myjourneypodcast at gmail.com and you can also call me and uh, you can reach me at every code 562 Eight, nine, seven, two. Is there anything you want to give a shout-out to, Ryan? Who do you want to say? Anything you want to say somebody? To anybody? Mom? Dad? Somebody? Brother? My brother. All right, what do you want to say?
1: I want to say, stay consistent, keep coming, and don't be lazy. Oh
0: All right, how about you, Miguel? What, you got anybody, anything you want to say to anybody right now? Uh, uh, to, to my friend. You? Hopefully, he gets. he's really dedicated to coming into martial arts, and hopefully, he gets his uh, that okay. What's his name? Uh, Chris. Chris. Okay. So they'll be able to just, they'll have a chance to listen to us as, as well as you guys. We're going to send you a link, and you guys will be able to listen to the podcast show. We'll be we're on SoundCloud, uh, we're on uh, iTunes, and we're on Google Play. And, Roll, I want to thank you uh, for helping us up, set up here for oh. this interview. And uh, I look forward to seeing you guys continue on this journey. And uh, again, welcome. You know, just to have a nice evening.